0: Hi, this is Hamida from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today's Monday, the 27th of April, only a few days away from the lockdown that is expected to end on May 3rd. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in India reported today morning was close to 28,000 with more than 800 deaths. Maharashtra remained at the top of the list with more than 8,000 cases and crossing 300 deaths. Gujarat overtook Delhi to hold the second highest number of cases at 3,300 with 151 deaths. In a video conference today, Prime Minister Narendra Modi met with the chief ministers of different states to discuss preparations for exiting the lockdown. According to an Indian Express report, the lockdown is expected to extend in red zones after May 3rd. Economic activities are likely to reopen in orange and green districts which have far fewer cases or none. Private cars may be allowed with restrictions, but the ban on public transport will continue. Schools and colleges will also likely to stay shut with the continued ban on religious gatherings and meetings. Kerala Chief Minister Pinarai Vijayan wasn't present at the meeting and was represented by the state's chief secretary. The Finance Ministry rejected a report by the Indian Revenue Services Officers suggesting that the government should hike income tax rates to 40% for those earning an annual income of over Rs. 1 crore for a limited time period. The report also suggested imposing a COVID relief cess of 4% on taxable income over Rs. 10 lakhs. Also, the report touched upon bringing back the inheritance tax to reduce the concentration of wealth, widen the tax base, and enhance revenue. The report was prepared by a group of 50 young IRS officials, the senior most of them being from the 2014 batch. The ministry called the report ill-conceived and said that the officers will have to explain their misconduct. E-commerce giants Amazon and Flipkart urged the government to allow the sale of non-essential items during the ongoing lockdown in the country. They underlined the need of these products and promised to deliver them in a safe and secure manner while practicing social distancing. The delivery of essential items such as food, pharmaceuticals and medical equipment are allowed through e-tailers. However, the government halted the supply of non-essential goods during the lockdown period. On Saturday, the Union Home Ministry had, in a late-night order, allowed all shops in residential areas, except those in malls and shopping complexes, to reopen. The order clarified that sale by e-commerce companies would be permitted for essential items only. A legal dispute in the Delhi High Court has revealed that India paid double for Chinese rapid antibody test kits for coronavirus. The test kits were sold to the government at an inflated price, that is, Rs. 600 per piece, by the Indian distributor, Rail Metabolics, after having been procured by the importer, Matrix, at Rs. 245 per piece. The Tamil Nadu government also procured these kits from another distributor, that is Shan Biotech. Rail Metabolics approached the High Court, claiming to be the exclusive distributor for the kits imported by Matrix. It was then revealed by the court that the markup of the kits was on the higher side and directed the kits to be reduced to Rs 400 per piece. Last week, the Indian Council of Medical Research, or ICMR, halted the use of the Chinese kits for two days after several states complained about errors in the kits. Beijing has, however, denied the inferior quality of the kits. In the early hours of Monday, the Assam government brought back 391 students from Kota to Guwahati. The students were brought back in 17 buses and will be spending two weeks in quarantine at the Saru Sajai sports complex. Assam Health Minister Biswa Sarma had been present to pick them up and said that the students had paid for the bus fare themselves. The northeastern state has 36 cases with one reported death. In Rajasthan, the preparations for the return of migrants stuck in other states were being carried out the government has deputed teams of senior officers to coordinate with other states for the migrants' safe return. Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot in a tweet today appealed to the people to extend all help and provide moral support to those who are returning home after a trying period. He added that the culture of Rajasthan should be followed wherein, quote, we never leave our people in distress, unquote. The state currently has more than 2,000 cases of the virus with 33 deaths reported. Dear listeners, The lockdown has caused a variety of problems for people across the spectrum. Whether it's journalists being exposed to the virus due to the lack of protective gear while reporting on COVID-19 or the unavailability of food rations for the underprivileged, one thing has become clear, that there are inadequacies in our system that need to be addressed and properly mitigated. For journalists, the inadequacy arises due to the extreme pressure they are in to provide stories from the ground, which often leads them to ignore basic safety norms. Our contributor Shweta Desai addressed the issue in a report titled, Who Will Write About Us If We Fall Sick? The Vulnerability of Journalists in the Time of COVID-19. For the poor living in slums in Pune, the inadequacy comes in the form of technical difficulties in receiving rations. Jitendra wrote about the same in his report called, Hunger and Despair in a Pune Slum on Lockdown. If you are listening to our podcast and you think we deserve recognition and support for our on-ground fact check reports, then please don't hesitate to subscribe to us. We are a 100% ad-free news platform, which means that we depend on you to keep going. So go to newslaundry.com, click on the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website and pay the term of your choice. The lowest subscription starts at Rs. 300 per month. Now, on to international updates on coronavirus. The number of people confirmed to have the novel coronavirus has increased to 2.97 million, with at least 206,000 deaths reported, according to a John Hopkins tally. Countries around the world, including Australia, New Zealand, Iran, and Spain, are looking to ease lockdown restrictions as there has been a decrease in daily cases and deaths. Italy has announced that it will ease its restrictions from May 4th. In Bangladesh, more than 500 garment factories supplying to global brands reopened after a month-long shutdown. Some of the world's biggest clothing firms, such as Gap Incorporated, Zara Owner Inditex and H&M get their supplies from the country. Industry groups for the sector, which includes some 4,000 factories employing 4.1 million workers, had warned that the shutdown could cause the country to lose $6 billion in export revenue this financial year. Bangladesh has reported more than 5,000 cases of the coronavirus and 145 deaths. Iran has announced that it plans to reopen mosques in parts of the country that have seen a consistent absence of coronavirus cases. According to the presidency's website, the country will be divided into white, yellow and red regions depending on the number of cases and deaths. The announcement comes with the commencement of the holy month of fasting in Islam called Ramadan. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson returned to Downing Street on Sunday evening, a month after being diagnosed with the virus on March 27th. Johnson was admitted for a week in St. Thomas' Hospital in central London on April 5th, including three nights in intensive care. He is under immense pressure to start finalising plans, easing severe social distancing measures in place at least until May 7th. The UK on Sunday reported 413 deaths, taking the total death toll to more than 20,000. And if you wish to have an easier access to our Daily Dose podcast, we've got news for you. This podcast is part of the Google News Briefing Now, which is a quicker way of listening to our daily episodes. To access Daily Dose on your news app, go through these steps. First, ask your Google Assistant to play the news. Then, go to Settings, click on Add New Source, and look for Daily Dose. Once you find us, select it and adjust the order according to your preference. Now, you're all set. All you have to do is tell Google to play the news, and it should work. Now, moving on to some non-coronavirus news. The Reserve Bank of India announced a special liquidity facility worth Rs. 50,000 crore for mutual funds today morning. This was done to ease liquidity pressures in the sector and lift investors' confidence. The RBI said that it will conduct repo operations of 90 days tenor at the fixed repo rate. Banks will need to access the funds from the RBI at the repo window. The scheme will be available immediately till May 11th or up to utilization of the allocated amount, whichever earlier. The central bank said that it will review the timeline and amount depending upon market conditions. The move arrives after US-based Franklin Templeton wound up six of its India funds. The bank gave heightened volatility in capital markets in reaction to the pandemic as a reason, saying that the reactions had imposed liquidity strains on mutual funds. Banking and financial services stocks registered sharp gains in morning deals. Analysts say that the RBI move will help mutual funds tide over a severe liquidity strain imposed by the coronavirus pandemic. Following the announcement, the Nifty Bank Index, comprising shares in 12 major lenders in the country, rose as much as 3.21% in the first half of the session, with all its components enjoying gains. Last week, Franklin Templeton Mutual Fund announced its decision to wind up six yield-oriented managed credit funds in the country, with effect on April 23rd and cited severe market dislocation and illiquidity caused by the coronavirus as a reason. Stockholm-based think tank today revealed that global military expenditure in 2019 saw the largest annual spike, with China and India being the second and third largest spenders after the US. According to a new report by the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute, the total global military expenditure rose to $1,917 billion dollars In 2019, representing an annual growth of 3.6% compared to 2018. The 3.6% spike was the largest spending growth since 2010. The report said that China's military expenditure reached $261 billion in 2019, which was a 5.1% increase compared to 2018, whereas that of India grew by 6.8% to $71.1 billion. The five largest spenders which accounted for 62% of the total expenditure were the US, China, India, Russia, and Saudi Arabia. The report added that this was the first time that two Asian states have featured among the top three military spenders. According to the report, military spending by the US grew by 5.3% to a total of $732 billion in 2019 and accounted for 38% of global military spending. The institute said that data from previous global economic downturns suggests that the economic crisis resulting from the coronavirus pandemic will probably disrupt the future military spending. Pakistan's anti graft body has issued an arrest warrant against the former Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif in a 34-year-old land-related corruption case. The leader of the Pakistan Muslim League is currently in London for medical treatment. According to the National Accountability Bureau officials, the three-time Prime Minister, illegally leased the land to Jung Group Editor-in-Chief Mir Shakilu Rahman in 1986, when Sharif was the Chief Minister of Punjab Province. According to one of the Bureau officials, Sharif was served notices and questionnaires in this case, but no response came from him. The Bureau now would move the Accountability Court to declare Sharif a proclaimed offender over non-cooperation in the investigation. Sharif left for London in November last year for treatment, After the Lahore High Court allowed him to go abroad on medical grounds for four weeks, the Punjab government extended it further in light of his medical reports. According to Sharif's physician, he is suffering from complex multi vessel coronary artery disease for which he is due to undergo surgery. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. Has the coronavirus pandemic disrupted your plan to take that long trip? Is the ongoing lockdown making you crave going on the road? Fret not. If you can't go to the highway, we will bring the highway to you. The latest podcast from News Laundry called Highway on My Podcast features Rocky, Mayur, Prashant and Abhinandan, the team behind shows like Highway on My Plate, Vital Stats of India, Jai Hind and Rocky and Mayur's Food Express. In the latest episode, the team discusses the infamous ghost chili or Raja Mircha in Tespur and their search for the white-winged wood duck. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.